still 24 hours of programming. Here's some bullshit that happened somewhere today. We've got some footage here of the bullshit, which began just after 3 o'clock this afternoon, when residents in this neighborhood were shocked to see this fairly common thing happening. And now for the news. What's going on? We're back. Welcome back to another Telcast podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last one. It was only 10 minutes long. I know, I know I've been absent. I'm aware. I'm completely and utterly aware of my absence. And I do apologise. If you're if you're an avid listener, if you're an avid listener, I apologise. Yeah. I've been busy. I've been busy, you know. What was that? What's that from, that movie? What is that? What is that from? Uh, I've been busy, you know. Oh, my God, that's going to drive me... It's driving me crazy. Sorry. Don't sing on the podcast, Terrence. You already know the crack. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Um. Yeah, I hope you're well. I hope you're fine. I hope you are completely and utterly fine and dandy, bro. Let's visit our... um. Our main news. Not our main news source. Let's visit the corporate news source, eh? Because they've been up to some shit, bruh. As of Thursday, yeah, <clears throat> in the UK, care workers such as... Sorry, I'm going to... I should have done this before, but I didn't, so you're welcome. Um... Care workers in the UK have to be double jabbed. And if they're not double jabbed, then they, they, hello? Hello. Then they lose their job. Which, to be honest, is a fucking joke. Because, right, what, what the whole thing is, is, they're going on a narrative of um, a care worker who works in an elderly home has to be double jabbed to reduce the risk of the vulnerable being, well, getting a, a, a severe case of COVID-19. Now think about that. Think about that statement, yeah? So the elderly... And the vulnerable should be jabbed. Yeah? Regardless. In my eyes. But then... We're going to say, no, hold on a minute. We should jab everyone to stop people getting severe cases of... Of COVID. So not only are you contradicting yourself that the vaccine does protect the vulnerable from working... You've actually just got a mandate now, just to just to go. Well, fuck it. Let's just let's just fucking vaccinate everyone. If I'm sitting here double jabbed, and I'm protected from the virus, what business do I have knowing 
the status of the person next to me. What what business? As long as I am protected, as as long as this vi this vaccine does what it says, and protects me from severe illness from the virus, why do I have to worry about what the person next to me is doing? It makes zero sense. Zero sense. Because I'm already protected. I've already had the vaccine, so I should be protected already. Yeah? So what what business do I have knowing the status, the vaccination status of the person next to me? And then everyone's going, no, well, they should lose their jobs. Oh, so the people that you were clapping during lockdown, outside your door, clapping, that was on the front line of this so-called deadly pandemic. Those people now you don't give a fuck about and you're just going, okay, they should lose their job because they haven't been vaccinated. When they've probably been exposed to the virus, therefore having 13 to, 6 to 13 times more anonymity. Anonymity, is that the right correct word? Immunity. 6 to 13 times more immunity to the virus than what a vaccinated person does. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you what, right? What, what, sh what should happen is we should go to war, yeah? We should go to war with like um, China or someone, and then because uh, I don't know because the soldiers because I've not worked on this analogy. You can probably tell that, yeah. But because the soldiers are um, are refusing to wear shin pads, we should sack all the soldiers. We should do that. That's what we should do. Because it makes sense. Because we're at war. And the soldiers won't wear shin pads. So let's sack them all. Because they're the only ones who are going to fight for us. So let's sack them. Do you understand where I'm coming from here? It's a fucking joke, mate. Meanwhile, we have... Uh, we have these um, politicians that have been caught red-handed. Red-fucking-handed. What, what is the word? I don't even know what the word is. I've forgotten the word. Um, what is the fucking word, Terence? Jesus. Jesus, what is the word? Fuck's sake. Uh, labouring? No, it's not labouring. Oh, God. What is the word, motherfucker? Um, uh, lobbying. That's it. Lobbying. They've been out lobbying. So the second... Right. There's an argument in the UK at the minute that... um. Should MPs, members of parliament, have second jobs? This is this is the whole thing, right? They get paid 80k a year to to um, 
act on behalf of their constituents. Yeah. Okay. Right. They get paid 80k a year. And then some guy, this guy, Owen Patterson, has found, listen, he's been through a lot of shit. His wife committed suicide, which uh, obviously I'm, um, I'm uh, sorry about all that sh I'm not going to say all that shit, but I'm sorry about all that. My condolences are with you and your wife, your family over your wife. But this guy has been caught lobbying for a, um, right, let me read this. Questions have been raised about the Conservative MP and former Attorney General Sir Geoffrey Cox, who earned around £900,000 last year through his work as a lawyer. International Trade Secretary Anne-Marie Travelon said on Monday it would be wise to review the rules around second jobs. Now, if you're an MP and you're getting paid £81,932 a year, and then you're working a second job, and you're getting £900,000 from, um, from a different company, being getting paid £900,000 is not your second job. That's your first job. Your second job is an MP. So he's working on behalf of constituents and that that's his second job. That's his second priority. So MPs have to, they have to publicly declare any additional income along with gifts, donations and shareholdings over 15%, right? And those who leave government must consult advisory committees on business appointments about any jobs they want to take up in, an, in, in two years after leaving their post. So they, they can't, they're pretty much banned from lobbying the government for two years. And it's quite right that they, that that's, that's correct because, you know, it's like this, where they, um, they gave this, uh, a jewelry making company. It was something like, um, um, it was a, a ridiculous amount anyway. They gave them a ridiculous amount of money to manufacture PPE, personal protective equipment. It's a jewellery company. What business do they have manufacturing protective equipment for a pandemic? And did they deliver? No, they didn't. They did not deliver. They did not only do liver... I haven't got a, I haven't got a uh, second on that one. Do you understand what I'm, where I'm coming from here? This guy is earning a million pound a year, and then his second job is earning eighty-one thousand pound a year. But they're calling the million pound a job a second job. No, it doesn't, doesn't work like that. I'm afraid. <sighs> I haven't really got an opinion on this because, to be honest, I think all government is corrupt. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. 
and that that's exactly what it is. I, I was listening to the Jordan B. Peterson um, podcast, the Dr. Jo Jordan Peterson podcast, and he was talking about Pareto's law, where obviously you have hierarchies in in multiple factions of society. But you're always going to get the person who ends up with the most. You're always going to have the 1%. No matter where you, where you go. If you look at the pharaohs, a lot of them... I keep burping again. A lot of them were buried with um, gold and, you know, all these amazing, um, luxurious items. And then, uh, and then they just, you know, most people just went, went to, uh, went to their graves with fuck all pretty much. So you're always going to have that in society, no matter what society is, whether it's, you look at Stalin, Stalin had the most, he was just sending every cunt to the fucking... I don't mean to call them cunts, but you know what I mean. He would just send everyone to the fucking labour camps. You do as you're told or you don't, you know, or you starve to death or you go to prison. That's a great way to live. Well, meanwhile, he's sitting there drinking fucking whiskey, getting fucking meat sweats on steak. You know what I mean? So, Marxist, communist, socialist, whatever you are, capitalist, you're always going to have, you're always going to have that Pareto, um, what is it, what is it actually fucking called, Terence? Pareto's principle. Pareto's principle. And it goes a little something like, there's a I don't know what the fuck that was, to be fair. I'm just trying to... The Pareto, the Pareto principle states that for many outcomes, roughly 80% of consequences come from the 20% of causes. What is the Pareto principle? And give an example. For an example, he observed that 8% of the peas in his garden came from 20% of his pea plants. The 80-20 ratio of cause to effect became known as the Pareto Principle. Definition, Pareto Principle, Pareto Principle is a prediction that 80% of effects come from 20% of the causes. I'm not too sure that explains what I was fucking talking about, bruh. I'm not too sure, bruh. What is the basic principle of Pareto? I don't think this is right, actually. I think I've got the wrong Pareto. Um, <clears throat> so 80%, right, okay, 80% of people put in the effort, 20% of the people reap the benefits of that reward. So if, I don't know whether I can pull it like this, but if, <laughs> hold on, dude. 
So if, if 10 people was to earn £100,000 between them, two of those people would earn 80 grand and 8% and eight of those people would earn 20 grand each. Is that right? That's not right. No, that's not right. I don't get what this fucking shit, this image is portraying. Two people earning 80,000 and fucking eight people earning 20,000. It doesn't work. Oh, spread between them. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. But it makes sense though, doesn't it? So your boss is earning the 80%, you're getting a part of the 20%. And that is how it has worked throughout human history, I'm afraid. So equality of outcome is sort of not built into our... Uh, it's not built into our... Would you say monetary system? Or would you say, I think maybe it's about, it's probably, it's probably about our ability to manipulate, if you would think about it, because you can manipulate someone into earning money for you while giving them the short percentage and you taking the majority of the percentage. And then, so maybe it's about our brains. Some people were just smarter than others, you know? Like you have the rat. You have the rat, which has... A, a, well, apparently they have a hive mentality. So if you run a rat for a maze that's in London... I don't know how the fuck that works, to be fair. How the... F Rats hive mind... We're exploring here together. We're doing this together. If we can, we could be geniuses after this. Scientists create a hive mind between two rats on a different, hold on a minute, but an in, intercon, intercontinental mind meld. What in the living fuck? Scientists create hive mind between two rats on different continents. Why this matters in brief, as science continues to push the boundaries of brain-computer interfaces, we're getting closer to creating a, a human hive mind. Recently, a team in the US managed to prove that they could use a matrix-style technology to upload knowledge directly to the human brain. And now another team of researchers have managed to create an electronic link between the brains of two rats and demonstrated that signals from the mind of one can help the second solve basic puzzles in real time. Even when these animals are separated by thousands of miles. In the experiment, an encoder, rat based in Natal, Natal Brazil, Trained in a specific behavioural task, presses a lever in its cage, it knows will earn... I've read that completely wrong. It Right, in other words, it presses a lever in its cage that it knows will earn a reward. 
and an implant in its brain recalls the activity from the rat's motor, motor cortex and converts it into an electrical signal that is delivered via an, via an electronic neural link to the brain implanted in, implanted in the second rat. What in the living fuck? <laughs> That's nuts. That is nuts. Right, this is where things get really interesting. Right, number two is an entirely... Is... What? Right, number two is in an entirely different cage. Well, no fucking shit. How would it be a thousand miles away if it wasn't in a different cage? Come on. We're not idiots on this channel. Right, anyway, rat number two is in an entirely different cage. In fact, it's in North Carolina. The second rat's motor cortex processes the signal from rat number one, and despite being unfilm, um, uh, unfamiliar with the behavioural task that the first rat has been conditioned to perform, you, so it uses the same information that the rat, the rat number one has already used. Has already worked out. And it presses the same lever. This is so fucked up, bruv. We're going to be like... It's true with this uh, Elon Musk Neuralink shit. We're just going to be able to telepathically read each, read each other's minds. And just be like, yeah, I know what you're saying. Without even saying anything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's so fucked. Can you imagine? Like silence. They say silence is golden. But if there's no words spoken, then is it really golden? Like you appreciate silence now because too many people talk bollocks. Do you know what I mean? But then is it just going to be like, is it just going to be like, it's like, zero faults is golden. Because you can hear everyone's, well, I suppose you can, I don't know, you pick and choose. Can you pick and choose? That's the thing. Will you be able to, you must be able to, because I'm not having it otherwise. If I have to sit there, if I have to lay there listening to my daughter's faults, my missus' faults, and my newborn son's faults. I'm going to want to fucking kill myself because enough faults go through my brain as it is. Do you know what I mean? So, anyway, these experiments demonstrated the ability to establish a, a, a sophisticated direct communication linkage between two rat brains. He said, so basically, we are creating an organic computer that solves a puzzle. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Crazy times. And so, like, when have we started? When have we started getting into this shit? Like, you know, how long has it taken for us to get to this stage where we're interfering with? 
Well, we, basically, you can read each other's minds. You know what I mean? It's not taking long at all, is it? Really? Like, when was modern science... When was modern science, like, formally... When did modern science, formal, science formally, like, begin? You know what I mean? What, what sort of... When did we start that? So fucked up. Anyway, I wanted to get back to the... Um, we'll, we'll probably talk about that another time anyway. But I wanted to get back to the uh, coronavirus. Because I wanted to show you Mr... Uh, not Mr. Dr... Let me turn this shit over. You motherfucker. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to show you this video. It's Dr. John Campbell. And it quite literally proves that we're being done. We're being fucked over by a big farmer, to be fair. What he basically breaks down in this video is that um, this this new pill, this new antiviral pill that they've come out, that Pfizer have come out with, is pretty much exactly the same as ivermectin. And Dr. Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey, testified... Testament. Testament. I don't know why it keeps cutting out like that. Live anti-vaccine doctor testifies at Senate Homeland Security hearing on COVID-19 treatments. This is 11 months ago, and I think I shared it as soon as I see it, because it's basically... He's pleading with these people in, in, um, he's pleading with these people at the Senate of Homeland Security. He's pleading, he's saying, I don't want to treat dead like these people anymore. I have a mectin works. He's ten, there's so many, and then let me see if I can get a snippet of what he was saying. Come on, motherfucker. Uh, I just have the greatest respect for anybody that uh, has dedicated their lives to saving other people's lives and improving the health of their patients. Disease at onset. Post on a medicine preprint server details all of this evidence. I want to briefly summarize it. Number one, we have evidence that ivermectin is effective not only in prophylaxis, in the prevention. If you take it, you will not get sick. We just came across a trial last night from Argentina by the lead investigator of ivermectin in Argentina, Dr. Hector Carvalho. They prophylaxed 800 healthcare workers. Not one got sick. In the 400 that they didn't prophylax with ivermectin, 58% got sick. 237 of those 400 got sick. 
If you take it, you will not get sick. It has immense and potent antiviral activity. We know that from the first study in Monash, it has made the bench to the bedside. Prophylaxis, we now have four large randomized controlled trials totaling so he's saying that that's 11 months ago, right? I don't know. I'm not sure whether that's um, actually... I'm not too sure whether that's actually... Um, whether that was the date that he... That he actually... Uh, well, it testified. I'm not sure whether that's actually the date, but... Anyway, I posted it. I don't want to be like, yeah, I, well, I knew what it was. I knew exactly what was going on. I don't want to be like that. I just want to be like, I'm glad that I knew about this because it's, it seems as though I've just cracked it with where I get my news from. Um, and who I pay attention to, you know, it just makes sense to me. Oh, it's been, I think it's been removed. Oh, no. First, the medical director of the Trauma and Life Support Center at the University of Wisconsin and recently joined the ICU service at Aurora St. Luke Medical Center in Milwaukee. He is board certified in critical medicine. So this is, this is the actual. In internal medicine. Dr. Corey has traveled across multiple states in the U.S. to care for COVID-19 patients. Thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, holding this hearing. I just want to start out. I didn't think I'd have to say this, but I want to register my offense at the ranking member's opening statement. I was discredited as a politician. I am a physician and a man of science. I've done nothing, nothing but commit myself to scientific truth and the care of patients. And, and to hear that I'm here because of a political angle, I am not a politician, I'm a physician. I want to start out by saying that I'm not speaking as an individual, I'm speaking on behalf of the organization that I'm a part of. We are a group of some of the most highly published physicians in the world. We have near 2,000 peer-reviewed publications among us, led by Dr. Prof uh, Professor Paul Marek, who is our intellectual leader, we came together early on in the pandemic, and all we have sought is to review the world's literature on every facet of this disease, trying to develop effective protocols. You just mentioned that I was here in May, and I touted, I wouldn't say touted, I recommended that it was critical that we use corticosteroids in this May. disease, when all of the national and international healthcare organizations said we cannot use those. He was there in May. So then... So then I see, because I've been listening to uh, Dr. John Campbell for, uh, well, I've, I've been tuned into him since the fucking pandemic started, to be fair. Well, warm welcome to today's talk. It's Tuesday, the 9th of... He has had uh, Pierre Corey, Dr. Pierre Corey, on his, on his daily talks. And um, he basically, what he basically goes through the way that Ivermectin works. It has worked. And uh, they've been touting this Rendezivir. Rendezivir is 340 pounds. And in case in the case of the US medical system, it's $3,000 per vial. 
So that's per dose. Well, I don't know whether it's per dose or whatever the fuck. But it's per vial of this Rendezvous. Ivermectin is six cents. Sorry, I keep burping. Ivermectin is six cents. So it's like four and a half, five pence per dose. So what Pfizer have done, they, they've literally just replicated this drug, ivermectin. They've changed a few molecules so that they can then pattern it. And now they're releasing it and, and now they're saying that it's 90% it's ninety effective against COVID. Meanwhile, they knew that this shit, Dr. Pierre Corey, since me, told them, that this shit works since May of 2020. He's told them that this shit works. They've completely ignored it. So I don't know whether to say millions of people have died, but at least hundreds of thousands of people have died needlessly because they can't profit from their drug from from the from ivermectin they can't profit from it so it's no use so it, it does to be honest it doesn't really matter then does it your life doesn't actually matter to these big pharmaceutical companies that are supposedly trying to save your life does it? It actually doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean to sing that and be make light of the situation because a lot of people have passed away with this shit. And I'm, I, I'm the first person to, to say that COVID does exist. It does. Obviously it does. You know, a lot of people have died needlessly because of uh, because they can't earn money from ivermectin. And then Rogan was taking it, and then CNN are like, oh, he's taking horse dewormer. No, well, no. How about the fact that it actually cures river blindness in the Amazon? Or wherever the fuck it cures river blindness, blindness. You know, why not actually just just be a decent fucking human being and accept that these pharmaceutical companies are actually taking us for a fucking ride, mate. $3,000 for Rendezvous when it doesn't even fucking work. What? It's like these people that say, ah... Oh, the NHS is dying. It's all dying. No. I tell you, the NHS, I tell you what the NHS needs. It needs some good fucking accountants that can go, you know what? We're not paying £340 for Rendezvous when it's only, when it can, can be made for this amount and that amount. If it, if it's not, if, if you can't put the price down, then we're not fucking using it. How about that? And we will use Ivermectin. We need some morals. We need some 
morals in the government. We need some morals in our health systems. And I don't want to sound like a fucking preacher right now because I'm not preaching anything to anyone. But I'm just saying, this is what we need. There needs to be complete open source accounts of where the fuck our money goes as taxpayers. Because otherwise, we're just being robbed. Left, right and centre. I have to pay tax when I get paid. I have to pay tax when I buy shit from the shop. Then I have to pay national insurance. And then, and then I have to pay fucking... And then they up the tax uh, for social care. And then they go and sack a load of fucking care workers for not having double vaxxed. Double vaxxed. They, 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 sorry. They go and sack a load of healthcare workers... Uh, social care workers that work in nursing homes because they've not been double vaxxed. It makes no sense at all. Zero sense. It makes zero sense. All it, all I can think of is it's money making. And because it's not making them enough money, they're not happy. So they're punishing the people that... We we should value the most. I just uh, I'm I'm absolutely sick of it. When I see this uh, Dr. John Campbell video about the way they've just you need to go and see it. It's the channel is Doctor uh, Period or Full Stop John Campbell. And the video is called Interesting, Interesting Video. And he, he goes through the whole molecular structure of this molecule and the way that they change it. And the ivermectin does exactly the fucking same thing that this Pfizer fucking uh, pill does. And he even sounds shocked. Let's see if I can get that up. Remember, now yesterday we looked at the same biochemical way. Ended up. Twenty years after after the patent date in in in, mo in most jurisdictions. Of course, by the time the drug gets to market, it's often a bit less than that. But um, that's the sort of time when you can make some serious money out of these things. Now, um, first of all, um, th this is the new Pfizer drug here, the PFO. Then if we look at ivermectin, which is uh, also here, so it's got three fluorides there, so it's interesting. Uh, that's the shape of the molecule. Fair enough. Now, this is a new molecule. Um, well, certainly on me, but I'm no molecular expert. But so here we have, for example, uh, retinavir which uh, was an old uh, antiviral drug that had been using since 1996 and which, in fact, will be given with the new one to work together. So, so we can need... see that they're, so... I think we can see that they're different. So you need two drugs to do what one drug does. But because one drug is not patented and they can't earn any money out of it, you've got to take two drugs so that they can earn some money out of it. But the, the, the one drug that they, the, the, they can't earn any money out of Saves your life just as fine as what these two drugs do. 
and they called it health care. Yeah? Okay, cool. Molecules can't with there's no F's on this one, for example. So 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 that's the different molecule. So if this molecule was patented and this is a new molecule, this molecule will be out of patent, even though it has similar actions. Then if we look at ivermectin, which is also um, out of patent, of course, can't make any money out of ivermectin. Um, then where is it? Uh, there we go. So that's the ivermectin molecule there. And we see that's a completely different shape to this new Pfizer uh, molecule here. So they're completely different looking molecules. So as a completely different looking molecule, I would imagine that that's absolutely fine to, to patent that because it's a new molecule. And when, when you patent a drug, you can make uh, money out of it for the next 20 years after, after the patent date in, 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 mo in most jurisdictions. Of course, by the time the drug gets to market, it's often a bit less than that, but um, th that's the sort of time when you can make some serious money out of these things. Now, um, first of all, um, th this is the new Pfizer drug here, the PFO732, uh, is designed to block the activity of the SARS coronavirus 2 3CL protease instead of uh, chymotryptin. It's available. You can check it out for you. Sorry, I'm trying to find. Um, I'm, try I'm just trying to find. Um, so th this is a quantitative. Where he says about this. Well, listen, just go and fucking look at the video. I'm not really. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of talking about COVID. What that video now proves to me is that this is all just the money-making scheme. That's all it is. Everyone going, yeah, I'm going to go back my birthday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, bro. Okay. Book your booster. Tell you what, I am the booster man. And I don't, I don't know whether this, these statistics are correct or not, but this is, um, this is, uh, I actually don't know where this is from, to be fair, but it says, um, oh, I can't even bother to fucking, oh, bollocks to COVID, fuck COVID, but, um, so yeah, social care workers who, um, who look after our elderly, Alzheimer's patients and and people like that. They have to be vaccinated by Thursday. And if they're not vaccinated, then they lose their job. And then COVID jab to can be to be compulsory for England NHS staff. Sorry, hold on. Gotta turn the heater off. Cause otherwise I'm going to start sniffling. That's so bad, isn't it? How the fuck does that heater plays such havoc with my sinuses? So uh, NHS staff are going to have to be vaccinated by April next year. So you'd think that would be more important, wouldn't you, considering that, um, you know, NHS staff, they're surrounded by vulnerable people as well as what uh, social care worker. I don't know whether it's called social care workers. It's it's probably called um. I don't know. I don't actually know what is it called. Uh, nurse nursing home nursing home workers. I ain't sure, bruh. The man who lived, the man who has lived as a hermit for forty years. Fucking good on you, lad. 
Almost for, for almost 40 years, Ken Smith has shunned conventional life and lived without electricity or any... Oh, fuck off, mate. Listen, it, we're doing this now on the regs. You know what I mean? People living in vans and shit for no reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just people... It's just what happens. But, yeah, uh... Oh, all this, uh, I can't, uh, it's the, it's the whole, everything is in this, this new sphere of, right, we, we had the uh, expenses scam in the UK, where politicians were just charging for literally everything as an expense. And you're not allowed to do that, apparently. So, um, no, I'm not even going to get, I'm not going to get into that because that's government related again, isn't it? US Open champion Radicanu is set to name belts as new coach. Canelo Alvarez beat, um, what's his name? Caleb, Caleb Plant. 11th round knockout in spectacular fashion. Spectacular fashion, yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, sports. Greatest sport in the world, boxing. Honestly, you like if you like all this UFC stuff, I don't blame you. I can't get into it. It's just too much for me. It's like, why are we trying to watch someone break someone's neck for? You know what I mean? Like, we really don't need to do that. Like, boxing is fine because it's like, jab and move, son. But trying to break someone's neck... Is fucking a little bit too far for me, mate, for TV. You know what I mean? Just why, why don't you just like uh, punch each other out? Well, I suppose it's better, probably better to put someone asleep than it is to uh, punch their brain in. Like, because of brain damage and all that shit, you know? But let's see what's going on with the climate anyway. World headed for 2.4 C warming despite COP report, despite COP report. New, anal new analysis pledges at COP26 suggest no government is doing enough to limit temperature rises. <sighs> we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing, bro. It's crush time. But what do scientists actually want? We ask climate experts from around the world what they want to see. Agree. Listen, there's been 26 of these cops. 26. We still ain't solved it. Apparently Rolls-Royce are working on s small nuclear reactors or some shit. It's not going to happen, is it? Let's be real. 
They want me to put a heat pump in. It costs 16 grand to replace my boiler. Yeah? Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe at least put, you know, make make it law that um, wages rise with inflation and then I might actually go along with it. That should be a law. Wages legally rise with inflation. That should be the law. Otherwise, we're just robbing people. Your work is not worth as what it was. Your work is not as much. Wait, hold on a minute. Let me think about this shit. Your work is less valuable to your employer this year than it was last year. So, according to the office, 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 the office. Has anybody seen the office? Uh, no, according to the office for... Oh, I've done it again, didn't I? According to the office for national... Fuck my life. According to the office for national statistics. Well done. <laughs> Whee! Got it right, boy, didn't ya? According to the office for national statistics, inflation is at 2.9%. That means that you should have a 2.9% pay rise this year, in my eyes. But then again, my eyes don't really matter, do they? Might as well have cataracts in my eyes, mate. Might as well have fucking cataracts in my eyes, son, you know what I mean? Because what I say don't actually go, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, geezer? What you doing? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. Don't say that. I'm sipping wine. In a robe. Yeah, but that's that's what I think it should be. If you if you if the government wanna go and print all this money and fucking all that shit. Yeah, do you know well do you know what we should do? We should impose a law that wages should rise with inflation. And if they don't, then the company that is paying the employee or the employer, employer or the subcontractor, they should be fined. Because that's how I have it worked out, bruh. You know? Y'all's want to pay me? Y'all's is paying me the same amount as y'all's was paying me last year, bruh. It might look like my wages are going up. No. They're not. They stay the same, it's just inflation has got higher. That's all it is. And that's why I love Bitcoin. And that is where we come full circle to the Bitcoin story because Bitcoin has broken 50,000 pounds. I'm so used to saying dollars with Bitcoin. Bitcoin has broken 50,000 pounds. You're unbelievable, dude. Should have had that ready, really, shouldn't I? Should have had it ready. Now he's going to have to do it.
Yeah, 50 G's, baby. Uh, on that note, I shall leave you for another evening to ponder my... Um, uh, leave you to ponder my thoughts on the podcast. And you shall... And I hope you have... And you shall... Well, where was I leading with that? And I hope you shall have a lovely evening, a lovely weekend, wherever you are, whenever you are. You're great. Don't stop believing. You know, as that once, as that song once said, don't stop believing. Just hold on to that feeling. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Well, no, I'm not. Don't stop believing, you know, unless you're dead. Then you've got no choice, really, have you? So, um, yeah, I hope you have a good evening. I hope you have a good weekend. I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good morning. Wake up fresh as a daisy, smiling, because you're alive today. Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's going to die. Come watch TV. Hey. Oh, no, 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 no,